What's going on my people? It's Marcus Smith II. Man, we're back with another edition with the Circle of M. Obviously, the Circle of M is mental health. It's everything around what my circle is. And I wanted to do something different this season. We're going to be talking to college players. We're going to be talking to uh, pro players, NFL players to really kind of do some life coaching with them and then also get their take on how they want their seasons to go and how they're doing. So I have a good friend with me today, man, Vaughn Taylor who is actually now playing in the USFL, gonna be playing for the Pittsburgh uh, Maulers. And uh, I really wanted to bring him on so we can have a conversation and just kind of like, just talk about, you know, what your plans are and what you want to do, man. So how you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'll say my plans, uh, I really just plan on continue to work. You yeah. know, uh, I feel like work is something that never betray you. So uh, getting it in over at Elite Zone Fitness with Selden and then working here uh, with Tank, I feel like those two things that really set me apart in my game, not only uh, in college, but I feel like that's something that'll continue to set me apart as I get to the next level. So even you was in college, and uh, even when you were playing in college, you had, what, 23 TFLs? 20, 23 TFLs. So, I mean, you were dang near leading the, the nation in, in TFLs. Mm -hmm. Like, how, what feeling, how good was that feeling to be able to do that, bro? Uh, it was something that I never really thought about. Uh, I would say I just focused on, you know, being the best in my conference for the most part. And I let the little stuff, you know, the accolades and whatnot come on its own. I mean, if you're a baller, it's naturally going to come. You know, I feel like as long as you put the work in, that's something that you're setting yourself up for in the end. Well, you started off at Kansas, but then you end up going to uh, Moorhead State. Can you talk a little bit about that experience? Because, you know, people, like when you have kids, right, and you have, you know, athletes wanting to go to the transfer portal and they wanting to do certain things, but the way you did it and now you're in a position to kind of like live out your dream. Talk a little bit about that experience moving from school to school and then finding a home. Uh, so I say the first thing is not chasing the glitz and glam. Uh, playing at Kansas, I mean, for everyone that follows football, they pretty much know Kansas haven't really been that good in a while. But right. that doesn't take away the fact that you can learn from a lot of people there and then, you know, make good relationships with people. So I played with two pro guys um, that have two really good uh, careers. And that was something that helped me, you know, just see that, you know, if you want to go pro, you want to be, you know, a dog, as most people would say. It doesn't take anything special, just take the work. Um, so me learning that there and then transferring uh, to a smaller school, I never left. I never let that dog, you know, go away. You right. know, a lot of guys when they transfer to a smaller school or things not going the way that they would like it to go, they kind of get down on themselves, beat themselves up, and kind of forget about their goals. For me, I felt like that was something that I was in a position where I needed to go harder in order to be recognized. So that was something that I really let, you know, fuel my fire. That's crazy because you know I, I see oftentimes you have players. Um, you know, they're quick to go to a, to another school or if everything is not really going their way, you know, they're quick to kind of like move and, and do that. But sometimes it can be good, you know, if it's a, a great situation. And it doesn't always have to be a power five school. Like when yeah. I went to Louisville, yeah, I don't know if that was considered a power five. We wasn't as good until later, obviously, we had Teddy. Um, but... You know, through this, you know, as me, life coach, I want to continue to, you know, life coach with you, too, as well. And I would say that I commend you on you doing 
what you did and, and also, you know, taking a leap of faith saying, hey, I'm going to go to Moorhead State, even though it was a smaller school, but it was it was something that you felt like was best for you. Let's let's talk a little bit about even moving forward past that. Uh, I want to talk about how you went through the season. What was your mindset like starting your last season at Moorhead State um, to where you are like right now? Um, so my goal you know, like I said, whether it was at Kansas or whether it was at a smaller school, was to go to the NFL. Mm. Um, my uncle, who was the guy who actually got me into football, right. uh, we would text back and forth before he passed, you know, kind of gauging where I was or what I needed to get my last year or the year before, you know, kind of to stick out and gain some scouts' notice. So going into my last year, I just thought, you know, I mean, there's no other option, like not NFL or bust, but this opportunity that I have right now for this season, I'm going to capitalize and get myself in the eyes of scouts mm. and, you know, make myself known. So going into the season, I just wanted to dominate. I was at that time, I was already one of the more dominant guys in the conference. Yeah. But I, I knew playing in those big games against James Madison, Austin P, teams like that, which they were both nationally ranked teams, I needed to show out. Um, and, you know, going into that game, you know, I just thought, you know, play my game. I'm not too worried about what the name is, who they are. I'm mostly worried about what I have to do. You know, I went out there, did that throughout the whole season. Um, I actually wasn't even projected to be on the Buck Buchanan Award watch list or an All-American list. Um, but in the middle of the season, I got the call up to be on the Buck Buchanan Award watch list. And then at the end of the season, uh, the All-American thing came. I kind of wanted the All-American thing and also, I, uh, I wanted to be the defense player of the year in my mm. conference, but the Buck Buchanan, that was something that caught me by surprise. Right. Now, whether I had won it or whether I hadn't, I knew that would be a good look for me just because that would put me in the name with some of the best players in the country for the yeah. FCS level. That's that's dope, though, because your, your focus wasn't on, you know, you had your goals, but your, your focus wasn't primarily that. So basically what I've heard is you, you put the work in, you put your head down, you grind it, your, your whole, your, the whole mental barrier, the mental aspect of you going and doing what you said that you was going to do. You had things that came up that surprised you, but, but that was because of the work that you put in. Did you have any, uh, you know, some mental struggles, if you will, because uh, you didn't necessarily get the look that you wanted to for the NFL, but you, I mean, you got the opportunity when it came to the USFL, but I know everybody's ultimate goal is the, the NFL. You know, what would you, what would you say about that? Oh, uh, well, I'm not an NFL bus guy, mm -hmm. NFL bus guy. Uh, at the end of the day, I love playing the game. Right. Um, so as long as I got another opportunity before I even signing with the USFL, I was actually signed to the arena league mm. now whether it took me going there whether it took me going to the usfl i feel like you know that doesn't stop your journey just because it's not happening on your time it doesn't mean that it's not meant for you so for me i never lost faith uh i actually spent the last semester of school doing an internship actually coaching building my resume and also taking one class because uh, i'm always a guy like with plans so i spent that time to kind of you know spend some time on the coaching side kind of help myself out learn a little more watch a little more film uh i work with the d-line so it was helping me you know pick their brains and help them out and kind of teach or make things a little easier on them so i feel like that was something that really helped me out honestly the mental struggles i don't think it was really there because i always knew that you know i would make it mm -hmm. so from day one 
and I always said this before I even had this opportunity that when people say, uh, I always knew I would make it, like when it really becomes my time to say that, like I would genuinely know. Like guys ask me, oh, how you feel about not getting picked up by the XFL? How you feel about not getting picked up by the NFL? And for me, I told them, you know, I'm not tripping. Like the opportunity to be there because right. I put the work in. Right. And that's and that's that's the thing that I always you know try to preach too. It, when you get the opportunity, you got to seize the moment. You got to take it. It doesn't matter what it looks like because we always have things fixated in our mind when we talk to God. But God always has a different plan, and I understand that, and you understand that. And it was good uh, for for you to be able to say that because young players need to hear that because all all the time it doesn't it doesn't matter if you if you look at uh, what's his name Turban. Mm -hmm. Right, Turpin. Right, yeah. he 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 went through a whole thing of like going to different leagues, and then now he's playing in the NFL. Now he's a pro bowler. Mm -hmm.